Hello, I want to talk to y'all about something. It's slightly different from, I guess, the path that we have with the other episodes. Uh, in this episode, we'll be talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And, um, and this is important now because, um, well, it's always been important. But I felt the need to share this with... Um, people I love. All right. So what is the baptism of the Holy Spirit? So we hear this mentioned first in, um, uh, by the John the baptizer when he says that, you know, there's someone who is going to baptize you with, you know, he says, I'm baptizing you with water, but there's someone's going to come and baptize you in the Holy Spirit and fire. Right? So, when I say baptism of the Holy Spirit, it's not water baptism, right? It's something else. It's literally your spirit being immersed in God's spirit. And the reason why it's important is because in order to do the will of God's will, in order to obey him, you need the power and strength to do it. Right. If you try to obey God in your own strength, you are going to fail. Uh, if you you'll 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 know what to do, you'll do your best trying to do it, but you you're going to see yourself falling short. And there's going to be certain sins that you know you're not supposed to do. You won't be able to stop doing them. Right now. Uh, I don't want to, I'm saying now I want to say this when you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, it doesn't mean that you won't have some struggles. Right. But you'll notice a progression. Right. You'll notice is that you'll notice that things that you used to do, you don't do anymore. Things that you were bound by that you were like, I just can't stop myself from doing this. That won't happen anymore. And I'm saying this from my own personal testimony, right? Like, cause I was like, I couldn't stop fornicating. I just couldn't. I tried and tried and did all my own efforts. And it wasn't until I got baptized in the Holy Spirit that I stopped fornicating, right? And then a whole lot of other wonderful stuff happened too. Um, So I want to encourage you, if you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit, Right. And you, I would say this, you know, you're not if you never ask God to baptize you in the Holy Spirit, because God still, even when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, he's not going against your will. He's going to be working with you to accomplish his will for you. Right. Um, and so he still needs your will to do anything. Right. But the being baptized, asking to be baptized in the Holy Spirit is a way for you to give your will to God to say, OK, God, I need I want you to come and move in me in such a pronounced and strong way to do what you want me to do. Right now, here's an interesting thing, because some of you may have had occurrences with people baptized in the Holy Spirit or, or people, you know, moving in the Spirit, right? So here's one thing, right? Now, 
here's an interesting thing. Now, I, I, I said that the Holy Spirit isn't going to force you to do things. But have you ever been to a, a church service and you saw people catching the Spirit and how they acted? You know what? Why that? You know why they acted like this? I'm gonna tell you this. This is this may be um, some. I hope that you you all can handle this one. But the reason why the Holy Spirit manifested that way is because the people were asking God, "I want your Spirit. I want you to have your will to be done in my life." But they're living in a way where they don't want God's will in their life. There's some level of impurity. And so there's a clash when Holy Spirit shows up. That's why it looks like catching the Spirit and they're out of control. Or another, know how it also manifests? Some people start acting like an animal. Yeah, you've heard there's been experiences where people under the Holy Spirit will start acting like an animal, like barking or acting like a chicken. Yeah, I'm not joking. You know why? That shows that there's some impurity in that person's life. That shows that there is some, some things about the kingdom of darkness that they're holding on to really tightly that when the Holy Spirit shows up, it makes them look Weird, and that make them look not not weird is not the right word. It makes him look like that is is that really God doing that? And it 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 is, but like I said, the Holy Spirit can't go completely against your will. But if you're asking Him to come, He comes. But if you've been in in involving yourself in certain other activities that are from the kingdom of darkness, when he comes, you're going to look like you shouldn't. Like you look like you're out of control when you shouldn't be that way. You'll look, um, you know, um, you'll look, you'll, you may start acting like a, a chicken, <laughs> right? Now, I do want to say this. This is why you see some people fall out in the Holy Spirit. This is why you see some people start screaming because Holy Spirit is coming, comes. And the person may have allowed the enemy to have a hold of them through a certain idea or belief that they have. And so, again, Holy Spirit comes and it's encountering the demonic thought pattern a person may have and it looks kind of um violent that's the only word i could think of right at this point where they may start shaking a whole lot right and they're shaking and shaking and shaking right it may look like that right but in all honesty when you now, now i'm gonna say this there's nothing wrong with that i would like because think about this Holy Spirit's coming to make us more like God. I, you know, we have to be honest with ourselves. There's some things we think and believe that's nothing like God. And when God shows up, it shows that we've been thinking things that's nothing like God. 
But I would not get upset about that. Because I'm going to tell you, like, when God delivered me from sexual immorality, when he delivered me from pornography, when he did delivered me from, from, from the, I call it the stupid end mentality, right? Where I used to walk around because I was, you know, getting a PhD. I'm around. There's no black people. There's brown people. There's like Indians and Chinese people and, and white folks and Europeans and everybody else but, but black Americans, right? So I had a, so the complex, I didn't, I already, I had this from growing up in Hempstead. I called the stupid N and you know what the N word is. I, I don't even say that anymore. So I had to just say N word, right? So I used to go around thinking I'm a stupid N. Well, when the Lord delivered me from that, it didn't look pretty, right? Holy Spirit came and was showing me, you are not a stupid N. And there can't, and, there, and, and his thoughts met up with the thought pattern I was living with for what, 20 something years? And it looked, and it was a, 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 a violent encounter. So in my room, I was in my bedroom. It didn't look pretty. It was, it was, I was probably shaking and rolling on the floor and, and, and doing some screaming. But at the end of that, I stopped thinking I was a stupid in. Then it was so much easy. I remember that day so clearly going into my office and the happiness I felt and being around people. And there were certain things the people would say in the past that would cause me to think negatively of myself, I stopped doing it. I had, um, so, so, um, yeah, so that's, that's why sometimes you see things that looks kind of weird when people say they have the Holy Spirit. Because, I mean, because kind of like the Holy Spirit is cleaning us out, if you think about it, right? It's like you getting, you know, like, yeah, it's like if you think about it, right? If you, if you are really dirty, Right, we got mud on you and so on, and I dunk you in the water, some water, some clean water, you're gonna see all the dirt that was on you go into the water, right? And it's gonna see the water looks dirty and messy. That's kinda like what happens when we have these Holy Spirit encounters. It look God is in a sense cleaning us out from the inside, and it looks a little weird. It looks a little like, oh, I don't want to have that. But the outcome is so great. Now, I'm not saying that you always have to have an experience like that, right? Um, and that is always going to be like this, you know, something physical, you're shaking or anything like that. It may not happen that way. It may not happen at all. But, but the point is you want, to be immersed in God's spirit so that you can follow God much more easier than you trying to do it without his spirit. Without his spirit, you start giving up. You start making up doctrines to support your inability to walk closely with God. Like, and, and this, this, this is, this, and, and this is, this is, um, there's a there's an actual dangerous doctrine that's around, right? It's almost it's contrary to the word of God. It's called secessionism, 
right, where people say the gifts of the Spirit are gone, there's no biblical support for that. That's all based upon traditions of men, just like the Pharisees had. And Jesus dealt with them, where they came up with their own traditions to explain why they weren't walking close with God anymore. Why they weren't, why, so the reason why some people, you know, don't see um, um, miracles anymore, right? It's because they don't believe it. And so they've come up, and so when they start not seeing it, men have come up with a doctrine to explain it. And it's called secessionism, right? They say the gifts that they're not used anymore, right? Now, here's this. You live in a society where men are marrying men. And you're telling me that you don't need miracles now? You don't need miracles to help people to see the truth of the gospel? And maybe that's why it's happening. All right, I'm getting off on another topic. Didn't want to go there. But I am going to have some some episodes that talk about more in depth about secessionism. I think I said that word right. Um, but if you you know what I'm talking about, if you you know the 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 doctrine that the gifts of the spirit are no longer needed are dead, right? It's it's just again it's an explanation of it's a way to kind of rationalize away uh, why we don't see the same miracles that Jesus did in a lot of places. But that's not true though. We are seeing miracles, right? I have a um 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 um. But yeah, like I said, we are seeing miracles. We are seeing God move. We are seeing people lay hands on the sick and they recover. We are seeing it, right? So, I mean, you know, unfortunately, we're not as successful as Jesus is. But, you know, these are doctors, so. <laughs> but anyway, that's a whole nother topic. Um, but yeah, so again, getting back to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's something you need to ask for. Just ask God. Say, God, please baptize me in the Holy Spirit. And he will take care of it and make sure it happens. All right. Love you. Be blessed. I'm way over my 10-minute time. Um, but this was, like I said, a special episode to talk about something that the entire body of Christ needs. The baptism of the Holy Spirit. And as we, as we, as we get closer and closer to Jesus coming back, and, and, and taking authority over the earth, more and more things are coming upon the sons of disobedience to show them that they need to turn to Jesus so that they can experience the wonderful life that they really, really want. Because it's in Jesus. All the, all the things that everybody wants, all the joy, peace, and happiness, it's in Jesus. It's there. And I apologize if you haven't seen it and the church has not done a good job doing it because we've been wrapped up in the cares of this life. All right. Be blessed. I love you.